Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to Clicking Balls. This is our round six wrap-up of the AFL. My name is Heath, and the first question I ask every week is a highlight of the week from the boys. So, uh, Josh, you can go first. Now, what's your highlight of the week? Oh, bandwagon being in full flight. Um, there's no stopping it now. A premiership is in the offing. And Okay, okay. I'm going to have a guess where we're going. Um, Western Sydney Wanderers. Yeah, no, no, no. No, um, no North, North, North Melbourne getting yeah. their first win. Yep, um, zero and five start, followed by the first win of the season. We all know what that means. Uh, last time this happened, North won the flag in 1975, so lock it in. You uh, know what? I reckon you're right. I reckon you'll still win the flag in 1975. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I did check this morning, 251 to one odds. Um, looks like I'm going to be making a shit ton of money this year. I'm really looking forward to it. Well, like the old saying goes, so 250, 251 to one. So if you bet $10, you'll lose $10. <laughs> pretty much, pretty much. Brenton, you got a highlight of the week? Yeah, well, my highlight, obviously, nothing to do with football, because I never have any highlights to do with Try football. Try move it on. But um, had a had a birthday party on the weekend for some American friend that I've got, uh, Mexican-themed, so I had a, a big wall at the front they had to scale in order to, to get over. <laughs> Brilliant. Brilliant. <laughs> and, and who built it? Well, uh, Victorians. Oh. Victorians. So they paid for it. Yes, yeah, Mexicans, yeah. yes, yes. And also had a Donald Trump piñata that was full of all sorts of uh, weird shit. Like was it, was little, it huge? Little baggies of something in there. It was, it was, <laughs> it was huge, big. except for the hands. It, it was big. But uh, the highlight was the, the time of the night where, um, you know, the... The manager's girlfriend decides to tell the manager's wife exactly what she thinks about it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Not once, but twice. Okay. Ooh. Uh, the current uh, uh, wife. Sorry, sorry. Can we go back? The manager's girlfriend to the manager's... To, to the owner's wife. Oh, I was going to say, that's a whole different fucking story. <laughs> right, okay. Because yes. you said manager's girlfriend to the manager's wife. I'm like, well, this well, dumb fuck had them at the same party? Technically, they're both managers, I guess. But um, yeah, so that was interesting. And I sort of cut out this conversation when I heard this. Well, I've been holding back, but here's what I really think. <laughs> <laughs> cut out, you dumb fucker. I would have been right in there just going, this is going to get good. It's going to be good. iPhone's out. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was like, well, I've had enough of this shit. I'm going back to uh, beer pong or whatever I was doing in the, in the shed. So yeah, that was a highlight from, uh, I'm always, as people would know, I'm a fan of other people's misery, so uh, that's my highlight. <laughs> Aren't we all? Um, I've got a couple of highlights. Uh, first off, I've been watching uh, Rake, you know, the uh, Australian drama, uh, no, comedy, oh, right. Australian comedy, right. um, about a, a lawyer who's got a cocaine and a gambling habit. So, so a lawyer. Like, all of them. <laughs> yeah, a, a bigger cocaine <laughs> and gambling habit than usual. Um, it's actually pretty funny, and it's, I think it's about six seasons in. Um, but th- uh, the first three seasons were on Netflix, so I was watching it. But there's one thing that um, I found really funny was this one part. There's a half marathon that they're in for right. raising money or who, who knows what. Yep. Um, and there's about, I don't know, 12 people running in this half marathon. Mm-hmm. And they've got all the sides up and everything, but there's only 12 <laughs> runners. Um, but they're wearing bibs with numbers on them. And, and like the, the main guy, um, he, his number was 284 or something. Yep. So first off, 284? There's fucking 12 runners. Like, there's, there's 12 of them. Is this like when they write the, like a number on your hand and your, in your leg in case one of them gets bitten off and they can identify you? No, that's Daryl. We know Daryl. I can say, that's the other thing. One, the numbers surely only stop at 12. Yeah. Two, you don't need a bib. It's that bloke. Yeah. It's like, there's only 12 of them. It's easy enough. The, the number, fifth, number 13, you'd think, yeah, there's some speech about this guy. I don't know if we know this guy. Anyway, I, I, it's a good show otherwise. Um, I really yeah, enjoy the Netflix it. ones are coming out with some good ones. Actually, I watched the, I watched the first mm, fifteen minutes of uh, Adam Sandler's Stanley Wexler. Yep. Ooh, rough, rough. Yep. It's uh, tough, man. It looks it too. It's tough. How we got a Netflix deal? I do not know. Well, I, I I wouldn't be surprised. I have to check who's behind it, but it looks like he's basically doing a very bad impersonation of Barry Katz. 
Well, the reason why I gave it a chance because I thought it might be based on like an actual person. Well, I think it is. I think it's on. on, on really? Because unfortunately, that person was Adam Sandler. I watched it. and I was like, there is no chance that anyone really is this fucked up. Like, not a chance. Every chance in the world. Yeah, well, that's, that's true. We've, we've discovered. I mean, I would once for once suggest that Adam Sandler was a bad actor and just didn't portray him right. But uh. <laughs> it's, it's funny to think. Like he was the funniest person in the world when we were in high school. I haven't I haven't gone back and watched Billy Madison, but I'm assuming it holds up. I, I think it it, it it struggles, but it was just the time. I think it was time appropriate. Well, same yeah. with uh, Eddie Murphy, Raw and Delirious still hold up. They're fucking hilarious. Yeah, yeah. hilarious. Yeah. Uh, he also, has not been funny since then. They're not um, as PC anymore. You can see people trying yeah. to backtrack now. Ooh, ooh, you can't say that anymore. Yeah. Oh, well, it was funny at the time. <laughs> Richard Pryor's still hilarious. Yeah, well, that just goes without it, saying. Actually, I'd probably I, I'd go see him live now over Adam Sandler, even though he has been <laughs> dead for several years. Um, I think his specials actually have just come to Netflix. In a really? Oh, really? Like, in the last week or two weeks. I might have got an email from it. And it's so good watching that, and you see exactly where Eddie Murphy yeah. got half his shit from. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, all right, let's go to the footy. We'll start with Friday night. Um, a bit of a, a blockbuster with the Giants up by cracker. two points over did, the Doggies. Did you watch right at the start? Uh, yeah. The the toss of the coin? No. Um, well, being, <laughs> being Canberra and the land of equal opportunity, they decided to get uh, old mate uh, out there to toss the coin in a wheelchair, who I'm not sure what afflicted this person. Right. Might have been muscular dystrophy. So can't toss a coin? Um, well, they, they sort of lined it up, you know, Gave him a bit of a pat on the back or whatever. Gave him the coin. Um, all right, you know, yep, heads is a call. Ready, go. And yeah, tremble, tremble, tremble. It was there for, I think, a good three minutes. Really? Um, and a second at a time, three minutes is fucking ages. In the end, uh, for whatever happens, he just gesticulates wildly. And by wildly, I mean three inches. And the coin sort of falls through the chair underneath. And he's like, all right, that'll do. Yep. Uh, uh, it's, uh, it's, uh, See, mate, that- can I get you to move back a little bit? Yep, okay, yep, heads. There we go, we're off. That, that's where the umpire's just got to go, that's a tails, what do you want? Yeah. Or, or one of the captains just go, oh, you won, what do you want? Because yeah. it doesn't they, fucking matter, it's not cricket. I someone they bumped him. him. Someone tell him, stop trying to steal the fucking coin. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so, you know, I don't know why they didn't call in uh, Benny King, being the great yeah, GWS tosser that he is. The, the tosser that the he tosser, is, yeah. yeah. But anyone else could have been called. I mean, in Canberra, full of tosters. It could have been, mm, yes. yep. Um It was... Uh, Good to see that the place was packed, at least. Too. I mean, I know that's only 15,000, but at it's least... Still decent for... You still got to fill 15,000, and they did. Yep. On a Friday night, um, plenty of people... Actually... Lots going on camera on Friday night, too, so they're up against it. <laughs> I heard the shop was open. <laughs> so, you know, it had competition. I, I did like how, leading into it, on the before the game, they actually showed people turning the lights off at uh, Parliament House. They Lovely. literally showed people exiting Parliament House, turning off the lights, and uh, making their way... To wherever they go, and that was this. They usually get like all this uh, when you watch Adelaide Oval matches, best ground in the world. Watch a massive yeah. sunset. Here we are, the lights turn off at Parliament House, <laughs> and on the traffic, uh, yep, there's a couple yeah. of cars. You yeah, see, it is a very significant thing though, because when the lights go off at Parliament House, that's when the real work starts. <laughs> that's when all the deals that's are when done. The deals are done. Do you reckon there's a, a poker game at Parliament House? That have to be. Yeah, I think so, and I think they do it with taxpayer dollars. Yeah. Well, yeah, more than so likely. They can step away from their hookers and coke for a, for a second. <laughs> um, that's probably the betting. What did you make of uh, Toby Green's little uh, indiscretion? He's having a rip of a game well, too. When I saw it live, I'm like, "Oh, get fucked!" That's, yeah, that's nothing, nothing in that. In it. And then I showed the reverse angle. Oh no, no, he did sort of put uh, the knuckle fair on the jaw there. Yeah, see, I, I feel like he was trying to make him earn it and got him a bit too high. But that being said, someone should have come across and, and cleaned his clock anyway. Yeah, I, I <laughs> so I was pretty disappointed that that uh, he managed to walk off that quarter. I do like how the umpires were mic'd up and he explained it to him. He's like, we've we've told you about this for a couple of weeks now. You're not uh, <laughs> clean up your act. Got away with a headbutt the week before. Yeah. <laughs> and he's caught two matches for this. Well, uh, he's, he's, he hasn't beat the odds. The odds were not in his favour and they panned out the way he expected. Yeah. It was I, th- funny. I thought two matches was fair. Yeah, two, Three two down was, to two. two. Two's the right, uh, the right mark. Um, it was funny. Somebody during the week, I can't remember who it was, um, but uh, Dad was telling me... Uh, was trying to compare Toby Green saying, is he the next Lee Matthews? Like, hang on, no. He, he's, <laughs> he's playing very good. Like, he's got two All-Australians, I think, and he's, he's probably on his way for another one this year um, until the suspension. But, you know, he's still a, a small to medium forward. Um, mm. But if he does more like this, that's very Lee Matthews-ish. <laughs> Needs a mow. Oh, he could grow a dirty mow. 
Um, he doesn't look like he shaves, though. He honest. looked like an 80s dad if you grew a dirty mo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, to a VB yeah. or something. Lee Matthews. <laughs> yeah. oh, fair enough. He, he retired in 84 or 3, I think. So. Um, yeah, it's a little premature on uh, whoever the dickhead was in the media that made that comparison. But anyway. Oh, it's unlike the media to get ahead of themselves. Um, Jakey Stringer had a contender as well for goal of the year, shrugging off the tackle and putting them through. Just nice to him to come back and remind you how, how good he can yeah. be sometimes. It's just, it's like his go-to move. He's better off doing that than having the set shots from 30 <laughs> yeah. at an angle at the moment. Yeah, he's either 60 out or shrugging yeah. off tackles uh, and bending it around the corner. Yeah, and I think that's to the, the slide on Western Bulldogs is another week of really shithouse kicking, uh, which really hurts them. Yeah, nine nineteen. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, I can say you want to know where the game went. Yeah, that gives you the answer right there. Yeah, and you look at it like it's, it just kills your momentum because there's only so much you can you can have that sort of attacking game plan before they figure it out and then you've got to readjust. So if you don't yep. maximise your yeah. score opportunities, then a team like GWS are always going to be in with a sniff and come back. Well, Dunkley with 0-4 and all four were gettable. Absolutely gettable, yeah. Um, I think I noticed this game, Stevie J is looking slow. It might have just been the pace of GWS and Bulldogs, but oh, he looked a step behind the play. I think he is slow. I think that's just genuinely where he's at. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's not doesn't really need to have too much toe when he's walking around the, the goal square. Yeah, he only got uh, zero one with 11 touches, which is, you know... It's not enough, is it? No, you, you need at least one goal out of him, but uh, to only have the one one shot. I, it did seem in this particular game that the Western Bulldogs' back line was far too quick for him. Yeah, well, that's yeah, well. been uh, uh, sort of the key of Western Bulldogs' full stop. But you don't really expect that out of Stevie J at this point in his career, I wouldn't imagine. Uh, I'd be surprised to see if he actually... I mean, I'm surprised he plays full games against a team yeah. like Western Bulldogs. I mean, the other thing to consider is, too, that uh, Cameron and Patton were clunking every mark. Uh, Patton looked mm. brilliant. Kick, Just nice, uh, nice uh, little sausage from the boundary line. Yeah, he missed one that was uh, pretty close to in front, I think. But yeah. uh, put him on the boundary. I don't think he even went around. I think no. it went straight through. That's all. I like that. When, and they back themselves to kick a drop punt. Yeah. Mm. Well, yeah. They, they go straight for a reason, son. Lewis had the best one over the weekend. The straight, straight, uh, so uh, so far on the angle, he almost jammed it between the posts. As Lou Richards would say. Mm. Um, actually, we'll, we'll get to that in just very shortly, um, Louis Richards. Um, but uh, last thing I'll say about this game, the Giants versus the Bulldogs. How do you reckon the premiership race is going? Because I reckon it's down to three. Uh, these two in Adelaide, obviously. And Adelaide yep. are the clear favourites. But I don't know if anybody outside those three is a, a serious contender. Like, maybe Geelong? West Coast? Maybe Geelong? Geelong's been floated, but um, the argument that's been thrown at them is that they haven't beat a, a top eight side, and now they've lost to Collingwood. So It's hard to know who are the top eight sides. Well, yeah. so. This is true. That's um, what I mean. I, I see a top three yeah. I wouldn't, uh, at the minute. I wouldn't put Collingwood in the top eight. Um, but yeah, those three, definitely. Uh, and then you could make arguments for... Oh, a bunch of other teams. Yeah, uh, Port probably not, in the race there. Maybe. See, I'd put Geelong um, in there. I think they've still got the, the teams to be able to do it, and they're slowly pulling it together. It's just a matter of um, if they can make that run in, in the finals. Well, they've got the cattle. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, right in saying, I, I don't think they've proven to be uh, a top four side. I think top eight, they definitely slow in. But um, I'd Easy. at the moment, I'd tip Port against them. Uh, and the three contenders. So I don't think they're a premiership contender as they yeah. play right now. But anyway, we'll get to that. No, we just did. Oh, fair enough. Um, <laughs> uh, on to game number two, which is uh, Hawthorne getting an absolute flogging from St Kilda. Um, and this is where Louis Richards comes in because uh, Bruce missing one uh, from the goal square. It, oh, quite yeah. easily the worst miss I've seen for 10 years since Cameron Link. Yeah. Um, but what it did mean was that the AFL put up a lovely video of the worst misses of all time. Right, and it has all the ones you think it has. Yep. You know, Malcolm Blight when he runs through the point yep. post after the siren against Hawthorne. It was Percy Jones. But what I loved was they obviously got the clips from the same Magic Moments to, uh, <laughs> nice. video because yep. they still got that music in the background. <laughs> Sweet, I went brilliant. I could hear it. <laughs> oh, nice. Uh, and I said, Louis Richards, because oh, Percy, you've done yourself. You had a chance to get back. <laughs> in. He's the commentator for it. Thing is, I, I can probably still uh, recall some of that commentary just from watching that movie so many times over yeah, and over again as a kid. The VHS. Yeah, and I love the little uh, uh, diamond sort of uh, sparkle when they take a mark or a big hit. Yeah, or, or the big like hit. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he's done well. Yeah, he's done well, yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what I remember. When he Give was, him one too. <laughs> <laughs> was that uh, Dyer? No, no, it was the Collingwood player. Yeah. Um, oh, I've forgotten his name, but he was playing in the Bs. That was the other thing. Like, Percy Jones, when he missed that goal, when he kicked the goal post. I meant the commentator. It was in the Bs. No, nah, oh, it wasn't was it? Jack Dyer. It was in Oblock. 
really? Yeah, it was in the Resis. Resis was used to be on TV. Wow. Um, I suppose it, it's always started as like your suburban football teams and then eventually yeah. the best ones joined the AFL. So at that point, there's sort of been that real big loyalty around your own club. Yeah. Whereas now you pick a team and you've got to go for them. It's not a matter of where you live. Oh, for interstate teams it is, obviously. Yeah, true. But l- less so, I think, these days for the um, 10 Victorian clubs. Yeah, yeah. Um, but otherwise, uh, I, I don't know if the Saints were good or Hawthorne were just that terrible. But Hawthorne did look terrible. Yeah, and I mean, they've still got Tom Mitchell who's doing his part, but holy shit, you don't see a whole lot of else of, of where they go from here. I tell you, the, uh, the best and fairest of Hawthorne is going to be between Luke Hodge and Tom Mitchell. Yeah. And I don't think Tom Mitchell's been that good. No. Like, I, he's leading the league in disposals, but... I think because so, someone has to get the ball for him. Yeah, so. but they're, they're handballs. Like, yeah, yeah. Hawthorne have built themselves around a kicking game. Yeah. And, you know, uh, a handball to space, run, kick. Yeah. Well, at the moment, we've got handball to no space. Yeah. Stop. <laughs> and you know what we are really good at is causing a turnover 80 metres out from goal. Yeah. And then giving it back 120 metres out from goal. <laughs> Getting really good at that. Uh, I mean, obviously missing their link-up playmakers because you've got people who can go in and get the hard ball and then they handball off and they don't know what to do after that. They're yeah. always under pressure. They don't yeah. know how to shed that exactly. constantly yeah. on-ball pressure. Handballing to somebody who's already tackled. Yeah. You know, sometimes they've got to shake the tackler off yeah. just to get the, the hand pass. <laughs> see who else was on fire was uh, whoever did the banner for St. Kilda for that ah, game. It was a good one. Back in, um, Jack me nibble, Jack me quick. Thanks, uh, Hawks, for the first round draft pick. <laughs> the first draft pick. So they suggested the spoons in the offing. But... Um, that was savage. Yeah, it was well done. I thought it was great. It, it's um, putting two uh, common memes or jokes into yeah. the one banner. Freer will be stoked. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, Hawthorne looked like a bottom three side. Um, yeah. I think without a doubt. Yeah. Um, yeah, before this week, there were three teams that were 0 and 5. Um, but Sydney yep. had excuses. Um, Not great ones. North Melbourne had effort. And yep. Hawthorne had a win over <laughs> West Coast. Hawthorne had North Melbourne and Sydney. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much it. Now they look absolutely terrible. Have they got the worst percentage by by some margin. They have to go close. Yeah, um, they've. Uh, I think we've lost three games by seventy five points or more already. Last year, Essendon lost five games by 75 or more. Wow. So that's going to get a touch-up. Essendon had some promise. <laughs> they had something to look forward to. Like well, They had a first-round draft pick to look forward yeah. to. Yeah. That's why, I mean, you want to say they need to rebuild, but they don't have the picks to be able to rebuild with. So They need to rebuild next year. Yeah. Like, as in. Yeah. Um, you never know. You may as well send Clarko uh, to coach Box Hill and see what they've really got. Well, undefeated at Box Hill. So yeah. that's why I think we're tanking. We're tanking for the VFL Premiership. <laughs> Or we could be going the other way, you see, because you know, Tyrone's playing excellent in the VFL, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> I think we're going to trade, end of the year, we're going to trade uh, Luke Hodge out for Zach Dawson. <laughs> you know, we're, we're going to get uh, uh, J- Jack Watts, we'll, we'll, uh, Burgoyne for Jack Watts. You're going to get the meme team. Yep. <laughs> we're going to get everybody's black sheep, put him into the one side and see how we go, just to see what could happen. Should be like an all-star game versus them, <laughs> just for comparison. You yeah. learned, you learned it with Hurdy Lumumba back. Yeah, yeah, we'll take him. Fev's going to be out of full forward. Oh yeah, of course, that's right. Big fellas talking about to come back with the pies. He reckons he could. Still not, still not happy enough with uh, with uh, how shit they're well, going. So, well, in fairness, Warwick Cap has been talking uh, a comeback up for the last twenty years. So, yeah, he's about, not, uh, not the only full forward putting his hand up. He's about twenty careers he'd come back to as well. He's he's had a few. He's a weird unit. Um, but yeah, I think uh, Saints actually need better opposition to show what they're capable of. Yeah. They didn't have it in this one. Well, even when they go against good good competition, they still manage to, to screw up their own game plan somehow. Somehow. But I think one stand has been Dylan Robertson, who I didn't rate much at all. I think he stepped it up this year and yeah. got way more of the footy when they actually need him to do it. And it's usually allowed people like um, um, uh, Montagna and that to be able to push up forward, not to push so deep in their defense to be able to get them uh, sort of pushing forward into attack. So I think that's one positive in a, in a team which they needed a few positives this year. Yeah, I thought Montagna was actually, he's had a good couple of games. Yeah, yeah, um, he has. And I think that's sort of a result of Robertson being able to be able to pick up some of the, the hard work and yeah. just be reliable because that was, especially last year we watched a few Saints games, you could see that the confidence of some of the teammates wasn't there. They didn't trust them to be able to do what they needed to do with the ball. And so you'd always have to be almost babying them around the ball. You'd be coming down and dropping back when you should be pushing forward and being the next link on. Yeah, there's a lot of times where a uh, Saints player are going for the ball and the other two would run off. And they know, he, he's got this. Mm, yeah, he, yeah. He, he's right. I don't need, we don't need three people to pick up that ball. Yeah. How about Nick Revolt, though? Like, every week I think, oh, he, he can't keep this up. He's been broken down for years. But every week he, 
He kicked four he again. He wasn't a standout. I mean, I know he did kick four, but... He was good, yeah. good at clunking the marks. Yeah, yeah, absolutely he was. So yeah. every week I expect him to, like, pull off the makeup and be, you know, I don't know, Chris Judd in a, a <laughs> old man, old man Rewalt <laughs> uniform or something. Kyrie Memory stepped up as yeah. well. Yeah, you got a, you got a few. But, um, it, again, it was witches' hats for a little bit out there. Yeah. Um, it was uh, interesting in this game as well. I was watching it on the on my phone, on the AFL Live app. Right. And just, so you didn't see any of it? Just after half time, it went out. Yep. Um, the, the the live app crashed. So I went on Twitter and started complaining and requested that the AFL send me score updates personally. <laughs> yep. um, then the game came back on and I started complaining again because Hawthorne was still <laughs> shit. I'd rather it stayed off, to be honest. Well, who would have thought that AFL social media shit would crash? <laughs> That's uh, absolutely unheard of. Oh, I mean, it's hard to get streaming right these days. <laughs> I mean, it's only been around for yeah. two minutes, hasn't uh, it? And I mean, you've got there are people that can pirate it better than what you can present it on Channel 7. Mm. So. <laughs> That's the funny part. Some bloke in his fucking basement in bloody Launceston does a better job of streaming than all the billions they've got at Telstra. Unfortunately, he's a Hawk supporter, so he's given up this year. <laughs> Would not surprise me. AFL dude was a Hawthorne supporter. Yeah, yeah. Um, so maybe he's the one uh, crashing it. Well, in which sh- case, good. We've got to yeah, win. Maybe just give him some cash and hire him. Yeah. <laughs> Would have been uh, easier. On to, I think, one of the upsets of the round. Um, even though it sounds weird when Swans are winless and they remain yeah. winless. Uh, but Carlton took it up to him and took some nice grabs. Big Levi. Taking him, oh, pulling yeah. him down. He's having a great season, Levi. Well, he needed to he's, as well. He's doing something. Well, no, he's um he's actually kicking kicking pretty straight at the moment. Is he really? Yeah, two, yeah. Two two in this afternoon. That's all right. That's all right. That's, uh, yeah, I think he was. Uh, I think he was at about four one prior to that. Shit, that is good. Yeah, I would not have expected that at the start of the season. In fact, I think we tipped that that would never happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I, I certainly didn't. But uh, yeah, for the the season so far, once I can get the stat up. So, well, Carlton have always got a couple of reliable players that they can depend on this season. It's just a matter of everyone else stepping up. And, like, it's hard to get those um, lower-range players to be able to all step up at one, one time. So, it's usually yeah. a couple for one game, and then the next game, and that's where you slowly find your consistency. But Doherty, um, yeah, Simpson, yeah, have been yeah. Uh, warriors for him. Well, I, I thought Simpson actually, he dropped a couple of easy marks. But, I mean, he's still yeah. getting plenty of the ball, and that's his go. Yeah. Uh, especially, like, ball use is one of the weaknesses of Carlton as well. They're a bit it's, thin in that aspect, aren't yeah. they? Yeah. So, when you got him to... Be a distributor for him. Yeah, it helps him out a lot. Yeah, helps um, gives out too because he can sort of play off a bit. Yep. Alex Silvani made a great comeback. Uh, obviously, he's at his second side and was on the the trash heap over, yeah. over the summer. Yep. But uh, there's one way to endear yourself to the new fans, and that's have an absolute blinder. Yeah. Or be a Silvani uh, at Carlton. That helps uh, th- too. That is the first bit. That helps a lot. <laughs> um, I'm sure there's a few of the old ducks that just think he's uh, Jack at Silvani as well. Yeah. Never mind. That's fine. That's right. He'll take it too. He'll sign the autographs. Why wouldn't you? <laughs> Um, I thought it was a bit rough that he still asked if he could breastfeed off Joe. Anyway. <laughs> um, that sounds fair. Um, Casbolt, 11-4 for the season. There you so go. Running, that's that's amazing. That's running really at 69%, good. which wow. um, I... Which is temporary, <laughs> let's be honest. <laughs> well, I, we've, uh, we've talked about before, saying if he straightens out his goal kicking, he'll be a superstar. So he's, um, he's obviously listening and decided, you know what, that's not a bad idea. I might yeah. try and do that. But at the same token, if Toby Green grew six inches, he'd be a ruckman, yeah. you know? Is he using the same foot? <laughs> you, you might have just discovered he's, yeah. he's right-footed. Maybe, maybe that's just the problem. Yeah, they're the same as Bulldogs. You can't come back unless you kick both feet. He's like, well, I'm shit on both, so yeah, that's easy. Handballs it is. Yeah. <laughs> well, he does average four score, in, score involvement, so he's up there too. He's doing well. Uh, is this uh, Marchbanks, what, what year is this? First year or second year? First year at Carlton. First year? Yeah. I think he's, he's done enough, been serviceable. Um, made lots of, I thought his first game was pretty shit ass, made yeah. lots of mistakes and was liability, but I think picked we, himself up. We've said it nearly every week, like Marchbank and Plowman together, uh, yep. such a great uh, duo down back, and it will be for 10 years. Yeah. And of course, uh, Weedering, who's obviously uh, a given, he's just going to be a standout. Yeah, he's just letting him start. run forward now. Yeah. Why, why would you not? Yeah, just let him do what he wants. And he's got a very like good sort of intuition to how the game flows and where he should be and, and how to set up. He's got a good footballer mind. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, like I say, you can't teach that, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, but uh, to be a footballer first and an athlete second makes such a difference. Yep. I think uh, prior to this match too, we did tip if um, Cruz comes back, Cruiser, uh, takes the field that Carlton would win and we were right. So, yeah, yeah. one did, for us. Oh, that's right. We said if Cruiser comes back and Daisy stays in the twos. Yeah, and both of those happened. Yeah, so still, I don't know why I tipped uh, North uh, Swans then. But anyway, just uh, it's hard. Well, it's hard to tip. Carlton. So you weren't listening. <laughs> if you listen to our podcast, you'd know who to tip. Yeah, see, that's a problem. Not only did I listen to it, I fucking said it. And I still didn't do it. 
All right, on to the next one. Brisbane Lions got pounded by a port. Um, again, Robbie Gray, what did he kick? Another three or four? Um, he still doesn't look right. Doesn't look like he's out of second gear. No. And he's still bagging Doesn't have to be. Yeah. He, he's really playing the role that Wingard was playing before, which is, you know, most of your time up forward. Yeah. Snag a couple of easy ones and then wander downfield if yeah, you feel if like Yeah, if they it. need it. Well, that's the, I think Wingard's injury, was it last year? I can't remember. We had some time off. allowed Robbie Gray to sort of float up forward and, and fill that role, and I thought he's done it very well. And it's that Wingard to take a step back as well. Well, he got 31 touches. Did he really? He did bloody well, actually. You'd hope so, playing Risen Lions too. Yeah. Especially when you're in the middle for all day. Yeah. Well, it's hard to hard to judge in this game, but Port, to be honest, they, they look pretty bloody good. Yeah, I'm still not sold on them. I don't know why. Maybe I'm just a hater. I, I think I might be a hater. I wouldn't say a contender just yet, but uh, definitely top well, eight material. Well, Adelaide, yeah, yeah, top eight for sure, but Adelaide yeah. spanked them. Yeah, um, yeah, uh, yeah. At home. But I think Adelaide have a few more spankings in their back pocket ready to hand out. Well, they're averaging 132 points at the minute, Adelaide, <laughs> something like that. But um, I think that's uh, Port's only lost this year too, is Adelaide. So um, they need to, I think they've got GWS this week, which will be great. You'll find out where both teams are. And, yep. and maybe the three contenders becomes four if they can get up over GWS. Yeah. Yeah, or Ryder versus Mumford. That's something you want to see. Oh, I, I think they'll give each other a wide berth. But, um, oh, Speaking of Mumford, how about that tackle on Libertore? Yeah, <laughs> nothing was, wrong with it. No, no, nothing at all. I think Libertore seemed to try and get the hand off by almost going horizontal. Yeah. Problem well, being, he was underneath a manvalanche of 115 that, kegs. I think his life flashed before his eyes. That was his problem. And he's a tough little shit, don't get me wrong. But uh, bigger isn't always better, but it's always bigger. <laughs> I think it was incorrect free kick. Like it, They said dangerous tackle, but it wasn't dangerous because Mumford you know, upended him. It was dangerous because he's a fucking monster. Yeah, I think, that's all it was. I think that was the ump just going, I better blow the whistle here because I think someone might have just died. Yeah, because I want to check if he's dead first and then we'll figure out football after that. Are you all right? He just got knocked the fuck out. <laughs> Speaking of that, anyone watch the Klitschko um, Joshua fight? Yeah. Holy Joshua. shit. That's the best fight I've seen in a long time. It's the time. only boxing fight that looked like a boxing fight. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Who the rest of them just seen... Uh, Joshua. Joshua, yeah. there you go. Knocked him yeah. out. Klitschko got done. It was like his 19th KO out of 19 fights or something like that. Mm. So, yeah. And actually, a heavyweight, two heavyweights that looked like heavyweight boxers. Wow. Mm. Look, look fit. Yeah. Looked fit. Yeah. Yep. That's a change. Yeah. Anyway. I, mean, I think um, Klitschko's 75 years old now, but... You know, he's a Russian experiment, I'm pretty sure. Both yeah. of them. He's Ivan Drake. result of Dr. Mengel's twins experiments from the Third Reich or something. <laughs> <laughs> There's a deep pool, that one. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Well, we, we don't need to talk about that more. It was an absolute flogging 83 points. Yeah. Uh, on to North Melbourne versus Gold Coast. Um, interesting one for this as well, that uh, my daughter decided to come along to this game. Yeah. Little, little nine-year-old. Um, about that. Has no interest in football whatsoever. Yeah. Ha- had her friends over on Saturday, and she said, where are you going? I'm, like, I'm going to the football. You want to come? And she goes, yep. I went, oh, <laughs> really? You sure? <laughs> All right. You know you're going to have to stay for the whole game. I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. She was enthralled for the whole game. She was the most excited fan there. Really? She was into it. She <laughs> Who was she going for? for? Uh, everyone. Oh, nice, nice. She, I did mention that uh, she was like, we're winning. And I'm like, I'm pretty confident no matter what the score is, and you've won, your team has won. She's like, what do you mean? I'm like, I'm, you're going to just... She was turn. so excited. She was so into it that at the 28 second mark of the first quarter, yep. she's like, come on, get some action. <laughs> <laughs> Show me some action. That's right. Well, she used to be a Hawks porter, so she's probably she, used to that. She's used to it, yeah. Yeah. Um, so that uh, she's decided she wants to know what games are on this weekend. Oh, Look, nice. <laughs> oh, all right, we'll, we'll, we'll see what's going on. I feel like the North Gold Coast games have always been, not close affairs, but interesting affairs. Like, it's been a battle yeah. of who can fuck it up the most. Um, so, yeah, I wasn't confident with either team going into this game. I always thought uh, Gold Coast had a chance to be able to pull the, wool out, uh, pull the rug out from under North Melbourne. Well, Did I, their best, but... Um, I was surprised that, like we keep saying, Proust still wasn't named. I, he played in Werribee and uh, yeah, don't know tore it up a bit, but uh, I, I honestly don't know. I, Brown had a, a brilliant game, obviously, oh, with yeah. a six, uh, six two, and he those two he missed were probably gettable. I think uh, uh, I think they were just set shots, actually. Yeah, one of them was on a bit of an angle, and he's done his That's whole right. um, tried to bend it around the corner. Yeah, right. he he did his normal routine and then check side it and didn't quite work. Uh, the other one I think was just a bit far out, but. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't see why he's not in the team. As a lead-up marking target, um, Brown was almost the difference on the day, yep. you know, I, I'd say. Even though he got a few you know, over the back. But he looked like such a da- more dangerous target than Tom Lynch at the other end. 
Yeah, I'd say so. Um, the, I remember the other thing too, uh, Gary Ablett obviously getting 40 plus touches. <laughs> there was one point where you and I are sitting there at the match and I'm like, dude, Ablett's been quiet, hasn't he? And I said, oh, I'll look it up on the stats in a second. He'll probably have 30-odd touches. And he had 40. Jeez. Yeah, it was after he already got 40. And we were guessing <laughs> low 20s. Yeah. No, he's a- probably got 30. He got 40 <laughs> and 18 clearances. Yeah, the thing is... Jesus the- Christ. I did not notice it at the ground. I Maybe it's just because he didn't have enough space. Um, the thing is, so I think the last North Melbourne game you watched with me might have been uh, North versus Geelong at Eddie had. Oh, where- we've watched one since then, but yeah, okay. we, we did see that one where Selwood year. got... Oh, yeah. No, Dangerfield, Dangerfield got 45 40- odd. Yeah, it might have even been higher. It might have been 48. Yeah, yeah. Um, just an absolutely tore us up. The North crowd just started cheering for him to give it a danger wood, just uh, danger field, just because. Wow, pretty much you're seeing uh, being put on a fucking clinic, but uh, I noticed him. Um, so yeah. I, I don't know whether it was just Ablett getting a couple of um, back and forths, counting his clearances, or whether he's kicking out in the middle of the pack. I don't, I don't know, but obviously he had a, a brilliant game. Everyone's well, talking it up. Eighteen clearances say you're in the middle. You know? Yeah. So mm. it might be a lot of the times where he's in and under the pack and we can't see him yeah. when he's actually at the game. He's got nine tackles too, so he's been he's around the day. ball. Yeah. He has had a big day. Yeah, uh, Marley Williams ran him down twice. Uh, yeah. And that, loved doing it too. Um, yeah. Something else, like, uh, Brenton briefly mentioned the North Melbourne crowd because we, we were sitting amongst the faithful. Yeah. They're Tiger supporters. Are they? I tell you what, they are turning <laughs> oh. into Tiger supporters. <laughs> there was that one bloke. Oh, hey, there was that one section. Let's be honest. I think it was that one bloke and his family. Yeah. And that, uh, he was sticking the boot fair into Lockie Hansen. Wasn't he sticking it into him? <laughs> to be Jeez. fair, Lockie I, didn't have a great night. Lockie made one mistake early on, and that's where Gary Ablett outmarked him. Yeah. And uh, it turned into a goal. And he's, you're useless, Lockie. And a few others joined in afterwards. But he, and then later on, I think Lockie Hansen um, got a free kick right in front of goals. Uh, this is probably late third, early fourth. I think it was about 50-odd out. Uh, I thought it was it was close. Anyway, he, he got a free kick and he's kicking a goal and he's running. No, I, I remember it now. It was Jed Anderson. Oh, right. He got a free kick for a high tackle about 15 metres out, dead in front of goal. He's lining up and he goes, four kicks, four kicks. You'll be useless today, Anderson. I'm like, dude, he's just lining up for a fucking goal. <laughs> Let's give a chance to do something first. Because <laughs> he knew after that goal, he can't put that, that barb out there anymore. So he wants to get him before he gets that he boot did. off. He really stuck it in. He did the same with Hanson though. Yeah. Hanson was 55 out. And he's lining up, and he's like, you're useless, Hanson. You won't kick this. And, and he Straight it. through the middle. Yeah. And he's like, okay. Yeah, that's right. We both turned around and looked at him, and he just smiled. <laughs> I love him just look back and go, I don't go through the team. <laughs> well, the good thing was that nobody convinced uh, David, uh, Daniel Wells and uh, Lindsay Thomas. Mm. Because neither are out there. So, uh, that, just, that's, uh, that's why they've started to recognise their players now. They need someone else to turn their, their barbs to, so... I should uh, to do a bit of research. Well, I, I did notice a couple of times uh, Marley Williams was getting um, a bit of uh, a bit of caning for what Mullet did. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. So Mullet's got one yep. sleeve and Marley's yep. got two. So I'm, I'm suggesting some of those boys might have a, a bit of an eyesight issue. Yeah, yeah. And, and racism issues. <laughs> maybe so. Could have been, be honest. Could have been he, a few beer goggles as well. Yeah. Um, I think we did have a few of the wives and family of the Gold Coast sitting over near us as well. But they were definitely were stuck out because they're. Tanned. Uh, they they <laughs> that, did stick out. Yeah. Well, the, the funny thing was, there was Both one girl who was uh, yelling out, that's my brother, uh, yeah. when um, I, one of the players I, got the ball. I can't even remember which player it was. Uh, I think it might have been Archie. I can't remember. Can't remember. Um, and the other two beside her, she was, you know, dressed for the footy and maybe a pub afterwards. The other two beside her were dressed to try and marry a footballer. Um, looked like they'd taken every Kardashian challenge possible. But... Um, you know, fair uh, play. They turned up and looked at the footy occasionally. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, you know, at least got some supporters come making the trip down, no matter what their intentions were. There exactly were a few. Right. I mean, you know, not many, but not few. many. More than I thought, though. Yeah. yeah. To be fair, what was the actual final figure for the crowd? Do we uh, know? Fifteen thousand. Yeah. Fuck all. Yeah, it's not too it, bad. It was I guess. funny. When we got to our seats. We're like, hey, are these you know AFL general admission? They said, yeah, but no guest passes. And I got my daughter with me, who's not an AFL member. Yeah. I bought a five dollar guest pass to get in. Right. And, like, and he looks at it and goes, yeah, go on. Because <laughs> I was about to say, mate, it's North V Gold Coast. Yeah. <laughs> I reckon I'd get a seat on the bench if I wanted to. He's probably already told 10 of his mates that they can sneak him in. <laughs> I brought boots, just in case. Every stick him in. <laughs> uh, all right, on, on to uh, the Carlton Draft Western Derby, which I love it when they try and shoehorn a sponsor into uh, something. Yeah, like, like yeah. the Pure Milk Showdown. <laughs> is that what it is now? The pure. Uh, not now. I, I think, think it was. I honestly. think it's actually the Balfour's 
um, showdown. At least that makes sense in some no, way. Yeah, of course it does. See, I reckon, they should know, be local brand. Whatever. They should be sponsored by like North Adelaide Burger Bar. It should be called the Abortion Showdown. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's. Yeah. I think that's about uh, six weeks after the showdown, <laughs> depending on which team wins. Either team has kicked those first. <laughs> um, West Coast uh, put the uh, foot down early on and then just coasted from there, wasn't it? Yeah. Really, I mean, they, they did enough. They knew they had it. Um, they had well, the skill. It was the first quarter, wasn't it? Yeah. I mean, it was like seven goals or something. They kicked to one. And after that, it was just three a quarter and that's all they needed and uh, got home in a canter. Uh, but yeah, obviously, the the best news coming out of Frio was uh, some bullshit story made up that five already signed <laughs> as a restricted free agent. I love it. I love it. <laughs> So, Free have already decided that they're not going to match the offer and have signed him off to St. Kilda already, apparently. That's what they're trying to say. Which, I mean, surely that's bullshit. Well, the management came out and said it's 100% not true, which, judging by past experience, means it's all done and dusted. <laughs> well, I, I like that, that they went to his manager for a comment. And what's he going to say? Yeah, we signed a deal. I know it's yeah. illegal, yeah. but, you know, <laughs> hey, hey, just tell you me, hey? What's it, what the fuck's he going to say? <laughs> oh, shit, I mean, off the record. God damn it. <laughs> Oh, I had my fingers crossed. Yeah. <laughs> you're meant to tell me you're a police officer. You have to tell me. It'd be even funny if he's like, well, I haven't signed shit with Collingwood. I definitely haven't talked to them. Like, <laughs> we meant St. Kilda. Oh, fuck. Uh, never mind. Um, but yeah, West Coast, um, they're in a bit of a no-win situation with this. Because, okay, you well, beat... Well, no, they won. Y- yeah, but you beat Frio yeah, at home. And everyone's going to go, yeah, but you're still... Yeah, but you still beat Freo at home and all your supporters can give them shit on Monday and they'll I, love that. I guess there's that. And there's the media, you know, having a week off getting stuck into West Coast, so that's got to be, you know, helpful. Yeah, they're only on there for a week. Most start buying, yeah, that's true. Must start buying the paper now. Um, I don't know if it really says anything about Fremantle either. I mean, we didn't expect them to win, but... No. The, the, just the air went out of the game so quickly. I'm still not sure what I expect from Freo this, this season. I'm still it, not sure what I'm expecting. One, isn't it? Yeah. Sandlin's with 52 hit-outs too. Yeah. Old Giles didn't get a touch. But uh, they were able to shark his hit-outs beautifully. Yeah, well, as you should. I mean, that's almost the disadvantage of having Sandlin's. Yeah. Is you go in there with your ruckman going, right, you're not trying to win taps today. Yep. (laughs) Um, Just try and make him tired for us. I mean, but yeah, Sandlin's monster Giles, but sorry, fucking should. Yeah, Mm. yeah, for Mm. sure, for sure. I mean, Giles looks like he's um, got that Kevin Bartley hairstyle going on, so he's, he's probably a bit long in the tooth now. He's a journeyman yeah. in the true sense of the uh, word. Very good, yeah, actually. Um, but anyway, there's another uh, Western Derby done. On to the Sunday games. Uh, Essendon were inaccurate against uh, Melbourne, uh, who turned it on a little bit without a Ruckman. But yeah. Then I guess I, I guess Essendon are playing without a Ruckman too. Well, that's true. And Melbourne have seemed to manage quite well with, <laughs> without Gorn. Uh, even the last half of the game uh, last week and this week, Seems like they managed to pull it together and given Jack Watts a little bit of a chance to not have any pressure on his position and he's playing quite well, actually. He is doing well as the makeshift ruckman. Yeah. Um, around the ground, you know, gets a lot of freedom and that suits him. Yeah. And this one, I mean, Melbourne always feel like they're going to pull away. Uh, I think it was kind of a credit that it took half the match for him to get there. But yeah, um, yeah I thought it was still a fair by Essendon. I mean, they're always putting in week in, week out. They're just not very good at the moment. So it's hard to, to really expect them to, to, you know, win these matches. Well, we said that they're going to struggle um, from here on in because yeah. um, it, you know most of their senior players haven't played footy in twelve months, and yep. now the grind it starts to build up on you. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Watson looked old, out. yeah, done. Um, yeah. He just he doesn't even have any passion left. And look, he's gone from uh, toast of the town to being a, he'll be a bit of pub trivia. What's the you know only Brownlow medalist to get his medal taken back off him? But uh, <laughs> he looks Split like he's <laughs> Yeah. Um, Cam Pedersen, too, playing in the ruck. That's how far deep they've had to go into their yeah. 44. Yep. And and going to have to for a, a little while longer. So. Yeah, to the yeah. point where I forgot Cam Pedersen was even still playing. <laughs> yeah. Me, too. It wasn't until I realised he had 18 hitouts. I'm like, holy fuck, he's still going around? Yeah. Um, he's not... I don't mind Cam Pedersen, but he's like McKernan in that he's almost good enough in several aspects but never good enough to be a standalone for a single position. Yeah, he's not a bad foil. He's a utility player. Yeah. Um, a whole plugger. I thought it was uh, a little bit disappointing as well. The week after, well, six days after the Anzac Day medal, um, yeah. Joey Danaher puts in an absolute stinker. One way to look at it is, hey, you had seven shots on goal. That's pretty good. Yeah. One goal, six, though. Yeah, that's um, not a good return. No. I mean, Jack Watts kicks four, kicks four goals, one. Four. I think yeah. Petrucca kicked four, maybe straight. Yeah, four remember. zip. Four zip. 
<laughs> so there's two competing um, big men, and they've oh, had just about the big. same same uh, shots shots for goal, and <laughs> yeah. the results are remarkably different. I tell you, you say Petraka's not that big across the shoulders. He is. He's yeah. a big lad. Yeah. He is going to be Joel Selwood esque um, in in a couple of years' time. Um, yeah, I mean, there's a you know, it hurts so bad um, when you really there's not their sole. Um, uh, forward option because um, Fantasia's been brilliant yeah, yeah as a crummer but um, you know after a week where you know people are questioning whether he could take the competition by storm and be you know is he the next Buddy Franklin yeah well yeah Buddy had games like this too so yeah. mm. uh, I think Essendon are missing the goals coming from uh, people pushing forward from yeah. the midfield and, and half back line and that's you know it's got to be a multi-pronged attack because Danaher's not good enough to rely on like you can with Buddy yep. mm. like I said even Buddy have games where he won't get goals Tipper can't do it all yeah um, which honestly, I thought Tip and Woody uh, was worthy of the medal on the Anzac Day game. But yep, uh, obviously, that. Yep. people disagreed. But uh, well, didn't whatever. Even, didn't even get a vote. Yeah, I mean, Zach Merritt's still proven that he's been pick up of uh, of that <coughs> little last few years. There was something interesting in it might have been during the Hawthorne game. They were showing like leading disposal winners um, for the year, and, yep. and Tom Mitchell's leading it, and yep. Zach Merritt was I think third. Right. But then they showed meters gained, yep. and he had double. Really? Of what uh, Tom Mitchell. So wow. his meters gained per disposal is through the roof. Wow. Yeah, um, Zach Merritt's on uh, 3695, just behind Dusty. There you go. Um, whereas uh, Tom Mitchell was, you know, far, far below that. Yeah. Yeah, Tom Mitchell's well down. Uh, Isaac Smith's ahead of him in terms of um, Hawthorne players. There you go. I, I remembered it. Um, so he is becoming extremely damaging. He's always been, a, well, always, the last two years he's been a ball magnet. Yeah. But now he's turning into a damaging <coughs> ball magnet. Yeah. Um, and, and that's just, you know, that's somebody that gets votes. And, and I think there's been quite a fortunate that he's ended up there where he's been forced to to do, uh, like, uh, full games since yeah. he's got into that squad and, and he's been able to rise yeah. to that challenge and take it on and really establish himself as one of those future prospects and well, get and, paid quicker. And yeah, like I said, the future captain. They they once they put that tag on you, it, yeah, uh, it, yeah there goes your career. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, on to uh, Geelong, who ran into a, a white hot Collingwood. Yeah, um, so they were they after were. their worst start ever under Buckley, and they've come out and beat and Collingwood have beaten the, the formerly undefeated Geelong. Well, they've done a, a good effort. It was a team effort too. It wasn't like it was just one or two players that stood out and, and were the difference because they're, they're huge contenders. But yeah. I thought Wells coming off the half-back line was really, really good. S- started to look like the Wells of old. Yeah, just mm. be able to give that run pushing through. Uh, you always had Trelaw and that doing the hard work in the ruck. And I thought um, Grundy tapping... Was Grundy tapping down to... Yeah. Rucking, yeah. Tapping down to Trelaw was awesome. Like, really good. They've also got this very good um, sort of... I guess that's non-verbal communication yeah. or whatever it is, but the, whatever their plan is, it works great. You're and right, with, though. With like, Wells pushing through, was was really advantageous to get their handball off of, of Trelaw and then run on. With Wells pushing through, that, that made a big difference for him. And they're going to miss that in two weeks when he's injured. <laughs> well, yeah. Unfortunately, I do still like watching him play, um, and I do wish him all the best, but, jeez, mate. Used to that for us. and yeah. It's hard to watch. Uh, you wouldn't know anything about that. <laughs> not at all <laughs> Darcy Moore presented well as well uh, yeah. sort of a young kid bit skinny but makes so much use of his body Sorry. even though there's not much to him this just in we, we're also going to trade Grant Birchall for Jesse White going <laughs> <laughs> to run Jesse White he might be vice captain funny thing yeah. with this one too the only multiple goal kickers are Cockatoo Moore and Fazolo only three guys got two goals yeah, yeah well there's a lot of misses there isn't there yep um, and also <clears throat> not many um, forward targets like we said yeah. when uh, Tom Hawkins is being well held um, and uh, was it Levi Greenwood did the, the hard tag on Selwood? Yep. So yep. the week after he's, he got 43 touches <coughs> and an absolute certain uh, three votes, mm. he kept him to, what, 22 or something like that? It was something like that. Um, he did well to be able to just infringe without giving away free kicks. Uh, Toed the line hey, perfectly. That's the tagger's job. Yeah. Literally put his studs on uh, Selwood's toes. To the point where even Cockatoo thought he had to come across and give him what for, <laughs> which was hilarious. Um, have a look at this. Uh, Greenwood had... 16 touches, Selwood had 17. Wow. That's an amazing effort. That's really good. Mm. Um, so it shows he was actually trying to run off him a little bit and yeah. you know, create something. Well, Greenwood's a top-level tagger. Um, I don't know why he hasn't been used in that role very much at Collingwood. Yeah, I didn't know why he hadn't been used in it uh, much at all, but uh, once you get a reputation like that, and he's you know kept Selwood out of the game and yeah. you know gone a long way to win the game mm. for Collingwood. Yep. Guess what? You're tagging each week now. Get used yeah, to it, son. Yeah, that's what's mm. going to suck. But the, the Colling, uh, Geelong did have uh, players that stepped up in Selwood getting tagged out uh, for a lot of the game with Mackie and Duncan. 
Uh, Mackie especially got got dirty, made a few mistakes, but I mean he, he was tasked with doing a lot more than what he usually does. So yeah, Duncan had some highlights too. Yeah, he's a yeah. very pretty place. Yep. So uh, even Menegola coming back as well had a good game. Yeah, uh, he was out for the last two weeks. Wasn't sure he was injured or just omitted, but he's been one who's uh, stood up and done his part. Which I mean, that's what Geelong need. That's what gives me sort of some sort of feeling that there's got there's more to come from them. And I think they just need to get their full team on on the field. And I feel like they'll have a shake of finals. Yeah, Motlop contributed again. He had a decent match. Yeah, you reckon? <laughs> Not as uh, he wasn't a liability that he was in the first couple of weeks, but yeah. he, he contributed. He did uh, well enough. Not brilliantly. Uh, and not as good as he can be, that um, he wasn't the liability he used to be. Aaron Black was. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, on a, on a game when uh, two ex-North players were starring, he uh, he dimmed the lights a little. Uh, and I think that Lyndon Dunn, was this his first run for Collingwood for the year? Um, um, I, I, I think sure. it was, but um, not a bad effort to come out and uh, keep Tomahawk very, very quiet. Yeah, when I know some people were predicting Tomahawk to kick an absolute bagful. Well, Tomahawk got a few uh, one-out goals that were just yeah. due to transitions and turnovers, and there's not much you can do about that when you're running back towards goal. He's always take those marks, but yeah, in like the normal transition of play, I thought he did very well. It was almost a team defense that did well too. Yeah, at the other end, you had uh, old Mace Cox running into an open goal on his own, decided yep. to stroll a little bit, and got uh, got pushed off the ball into the he, into the point. He actually looked embarrassed. Like, yeah. as yep. in, I shouldn't be doing this. What am I doing? <laughs> Especially when you try to throw it back in. Oh. Do you see? I think he actually threw it and then clenched his fist. Like, yep. I'm throwing it. <laughs> I've got a hairball. No! Oh, poor bastard. I like Mason Cox. He did come back and kick a goal, though. Um, took a good mark. Uh, yeah. 30 yeah. minutes out, that's his. Uh, the fact that he kicked it straight at all was quite impressive. Yeah. It, was, it was a nice leg, too. Yeah. Uh, nice technique. Um, yeah. I feel like he'll still grow and grow as the seasons come to him. Uh, he just needs more, more miles on his feet. Well, Aaron Black's not going to hold him out of the side. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Taylor Adams, uh, another good game as well. Yeah. Uh, he's been a standout. And him and Trelaw have been working off the ball so well. Trelaw's been unbelievable. And yeah. that, mm. that little shaking goal from 50 as well. Yeah. Such a powerful kick. Crazy, wasn't Jeez, it? Jeez, they've done well picking him up. And Hoskins, Elliot as well. Is that what calling Hoskins, Elliot? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, Wilbur. Wilbur. Um, yeah, uh, still touch and go. I think he needs one more year of until he becomes an A-grade midfielder. Yep. Um, but when you've got him, Adams, and uh, Trelaw all running together at the same yeah. time, geez, they're going to be good. And, and Pendlebury to do the thinking for yeah. him. He's still waiting for Elliot to hit some form too. Yeah. Like Jamie Elliot. Hmm. Hoskins, though, he's so clean. Like, he one grab marks, uh, yeah. looking really, really good. I think he got uh, nine or ten. Yeah, he, he's going to be there. He's always going to be there, but he's just, yeah, maybe just one more. Um. And finally, on to the, uh, the battle of the two undefeated teams. Um, the Tigers showed some intensity in uh, the first quarter. We had a good first quarter. Good and first it was quarter. due to just getting first use of the ball and being able to lock it into our forward line. But, I mean, the Crows figured that out pretty quick and we didn't have much to back it up. They just had too many running stars that we just couldn't, we couldn't um, hold them all down. It was always someone's going to pop up and kill us. I mean, a bit disappointed we didn't get to hold them under 20 goals. That would have been a nice little sort of uh, not a pass mark, but at least something to hang a hat on. At least something. Let, let it blow out uh, in the second quarter. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's what I expected. I didn't expect to go in there and, and do that well. So, yeah, it's about uh, par. It's well, about par. And if we're talking that this could have been the battle of the two main Brownlow um, fancies, yep. in, uh, Dusty and, and Rory Sloan, mm. Rory Sloan <laughs> clearly came out yep, on top. Definitely. Um, Dusty looked like he was trying all night to get into the game. Yeah, um, and you know, still doing his signature fend-offs, but it's hard to fend off three people at once sometimes. Uh, yeah, that's that's the thing, and so it was always going to be difficult. Um, yeah, we just didn't have enough winners across the lines, and expected that. Didn't think that it would be any different. So yeah, I mean, it's always well, it does suck to get a loss, but um, it's about where we where we should be, and uh, probably got a few more losses coming up in the next few weeks as well. Well, I just say. The t- what the Ligers t- lack in talent, they made up for Endeavour. And that's yep. that's been yeah. their theme for yep. um, the first five rounds. Yeah, and Lambert tried hard. Um, uh, he's still got a, probably one more season before he really gets there. Yep. I feel like Asprey was a bit of a liability. Um, I don't think he's really been that impressive since he's come back into the team. So you'd like to see him do more. But apart from that, I think a backline did the best that they could. But uh, too many goalkeeping options for the Crows. Yeah, Cochin had an improved game. He's had a good he did, season, yeah. actually. Yeah. The big thing with him is he's been good under pressure, which is something yeah. new. Usually he's been uh, crumbling under pressure. Or, or panicky. Between yeah. um, 
Matty Crouch led and Sloan 100 possessions. Yeah, it's a good day, yeah. They just had it, had it on a string. Um, top Richmond was Koch with uh, 26 and then Martin with 25. Yeah. Um, Nankervis was uh, silly. Yeah. Unlucky. Did he get one game? Uh, yeah. yeah, two down to one, I yeah. think. Yeah, so he got, he's got one game. Yeah. Um, which is a shame because he was being uh, such an important part for Richmond. Yep. Um, Utterly vital. And now they're going to have to, you know, uh, dust Marich off. Yeah, maybe Marich or uh, Oleg. Oleg. <laughs> um, or even Marable Chol could, could give, a, give a run. I mean, the good thing is at least you're playing the Bulldogs, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Should be like a nice, easy, uh, slow game. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be another tough one. All right, let's go ahead and have a quick look at uh, round seven then. Uh, Friday night, we got the Saints and the Giants. Um, this is turning into a great one at uh, oh, Etihad Stadium. Honestly, I'm, I'm really looking forward to this. It's going to be speedy. It's going to be uh, exciting. It, anything could fucking happen here. That midfield battle is going to be great. Mm. Yep, yep. Um, but I think Giants might just have too many yeah. f- uh, forward targets. I just don't know what Saints are going to rock up. That's the problem. I think the, the back line is the difference for me. Like uh, You can compare uh, Patton and Cameron to Revolt and Membry. I think... That, that kind of stacks up an interesting sort of uh, way. Yeah. Midfield stack up well, but I think there's no backman for Saints who can match uh, Shaw's um, intelligence yeah. and run, yeah. which is odd enough to well, say. I guess it's Shaw. Yeah, do you think quality of possession? Is, I should is say. Carlisle intelligent? Well, I mean, I mean, footy is a simple game, but uh, some simple motherfuckers he's playing a simple it. Simple motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah. um, North uh, with their one game winning streak, are heading down to Tassie to host the Crows. Um, thank God it's in Tassie. Yeah. Means we don't have to go it. Uh, if it's blowing a gale, maybe, I don't know. I think, think Brendan will be very yeah, happy. Or Megan. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, who you on for North, uh, uh, sorry, Saints GWS first? Uh, GWS. I'm on GWS, yeah, GWS sorry. GWS, yeah. GWS, yeah. I'm Too many tall targets. Yeah, um, yeah, I, th- and, I think it'll be a blowout in the end. Yeah, North and Adelaide, um, I can only hope Adelaide gets lost. I hope that by the end of the game, uh, North Melbourne match Adelaide's first quarter score. Yeah, I, I just hope I've got something better to do when that game's on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Carlton Collingwood at the MCG. Um, I'm looking forward to an, an Armageddon. Um, I hope it's a hailstorm. Uh, I'm, I'm, on, I'm on Carlton. You really? Really yep. Carlton? Talk yep. us through it. Um, pretty much because with uh, with Cruiser in form, he and Grundy can have a great matchup. Actually, you're right. That, that's not yeah. a bad matchup. Uh, Grundy's got obviously the mobility over Cruiser, but mm. geez, Cruiser's a great marking target for him. Yep. Yeah. Um, if Casbolt can uh, kick straight as well, it's going to be pretty interesting, which he's, he's been doing so far, so it might be interesting. So, um, and I just think it's going to be great to see uh, that rivalry again. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and 12th be... versus 14th. <laughs> <laughs> well, the two teams. No, nah, but it's Carlton um, Collingwood, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, and it's going to be it's going to be a fun match to watch. Uh, if for no other reason, the both uh, groups of supporters have been going fucking nuts. Yeah, I think Collingwood would get over the line, but I wouldn't be surprised. But like you said, these games, uh, it's always uh, an extra effort given by the yep. players because mm-hmm. you don't want to lose to the opposition in this one. So I think it'll be a close affair. But I reckon uh, Collingwood will just have enough of shine to get over the line. Yeah, I, I give both ends of the ground to Carlton, but I think Collingwood in the middle. Yeah. And, and end of the day, that's where it's going to be won. Yeah. Um, Port Adelaide are hosting West Coast um, at Adelaide Oval. West Coast needed a, a win away from home, and they tend to do okay at, at Adelaide. But no, uh, won't get it here, I don't think. Port's going to be tough. Um, Paddy Wright is still in, so I I can see him really taking control of the centre. Yeah. Uh, over Giles, you think you think he could beat Giles? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's go on a limb and say yeah. Um, and then if he's getting quality touch down to you know Wines, Wingard, if he's in the middle, Gray, Gray, yeah, um, all those lads. It, it's going to be tough. West Coast have got a great mid as well. Yeah, but uh, and Yale played an extra good game last weekend, but it's, he's not consistent. That's the problem. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, Pepper Power, Pepper Pot is going to start doing a few more fend-offs too, getting back into the form we saw in the first couple of weeks. Well, actually, I'd like to see if he starts to go forward and uh, if Shannon Hearn lines him up. Yeah. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah. It might be the Hadron Collider. Right? <laughs> that comes in. Or he's got a black hole. Jeez, <laughs> um, yeah. I, I think, gee, I'm such a big fan of that uh, West Coast midfield. Um, but yeah. I, I, that midfield plus Josh Kennedy, I, I think that's going to be hard to beat. I, I might tip an upset here, and uh, I think West Coast might uh, get a, a win away from home. Isn't it an upset? I, I don't know what the odds are. Well, fifth versus six. I'm going for six. That's an upset. Yeah. yeah actually, f- it is an upset. $3.10 uh, they're playing. Yeah. I feel like the West Coast will need uh, all their stars firing to win, and they have been lately, so there's every chance they can do it. 
But I feel like Port, maybe I'll throw my bone and tip them this week. Gold Coast uh, hosting uh, Gary Ablett's new team in, in Geelong. Um, <laughs> don't know if you knew there was whispers he might be going back to Geelong at some stage. Um, so Gold Coast hosting Geelong up at Metricon. Well, that's, no one's tipping Gold Coast. No. Um, no. It's really I, hard to tip them. I think they'll show a bit and maybe even take the lead at quarter time or something. But uh, I think it'll <laughs> just, just jump off the scoreboard, just <laughs> change it around. <laughs> I think it'll just be... There's not enough. They don't have enough play. Especially... Um, Oh, that back when he went down. But, uh, yeah, it, either way. If May comes back. Yeah, it still won't matter. Um, just for a moment, appreciate that you can have Dangerfield, Selwood and Ablett um, all in the middle at the same yeah. time. Um, Selwood was kept quiet last they, week. They call but, that a toolbox meeting. <laughs> yeah. um, but Ablett, um, I think his last four weeks have been like 33, 36, 36 and 43. Yeah. Or, or something ridiculous like that. So, a uh, bit of form there. Do you reckon just to, to troll Ablett, uh, they're going to go to him and say, all right, mate, uh, you're tagging Selwood. Um, <laughs> you want, want you to ride on him. Like, I want to see Guthrie go and try and change jumpers with him. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he, he could be, the absolute, uh, the grim reaper yep. of uh, footballers. <laughs> How would you like that? You're going, yeah, I'm doing right, you know. I might sign a contract extension. And Guthrie comes up, can I change jumpers? Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> God damn it. Fucker. <laughs> 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 yeah, the Undertaker's back. Um, so, all, all going for Geelong there. Yeah, uh, have to. The Tigers are playing the Bulldogs at Eddie Had Stadium. Um, so, there goes your chance for rain, unfortunately. And I think yep. that was the only chance the yep, Tigers it was. had. Yeah. Um, well, there's late-term injuries. Um, we've got, <laughs> uh, I don't know, maybe we turn the sprinkles on before the game starts or something. Give it a shot. Yeah. I mean, if anyone could do it, the Tigers would do it. We'll get See, in there early. If Nankovers was in there, I actually would... Uh, would put Tigers a, a bit of a rough chance. But uh, without Nankervis... Yeah, I'll give I, you a tip. I still wouldn't tip him with him. Yeah, yeah. No, no Bulldog's, been, Bulldog's been a bit wasteful. Um, I think they'll give the Tigers an opportunity. I just don't think the Tigers are going to have the cattle to take advantage of it. And look, if Western Bulldogs kick 20 behinds, we've got a chance. Yeah. Uh, the problem is, I think they'll kick 12 goals 20, <laughs> yeah. and it'll be more than enough. <laughs> yep, probably right. Um, Sydney are hosting Brisbane. Um Somehow Brisbane are higher on the ladder than Sydney. This is way more interesting than it should be. <laughs> um, Brisbane, if they come with some gumption and decide, you know what, this is our well, chance. Put it on the bottom of Rocking someone's up shoes. could be enough because they they should have beaten Sydney last year too. Yeah, that's but right. With uh, Stretcher yeah. Gate. Yep. So what I want to see is uh, somebody from the Brisbane Lions to go down with a cramp and call the stretcher every 15 minutes. <laughs> I'd love to see it happen. I'd like to see Brisbane just put a. Put a bit of roughness to the Sydney Swans. Uh, let them know about it. Sort of try and get under their skin. And I reckon they can pull it off. Hey, Teeth, you guys are shit. <laughs> <laughs> Come talk to us when you're 60, buddy. <laughs> Turns out that cost of living did matter. <laughs> um, are we all going Sydney, though? No, I'm going Brisbane. you going Brisbane? Yeah, yep. I reckon oh, I'll go there. Oh, I'll go Sydney. Sydney got to win eventually, don't they? I mean, they have to. Well, I, I don't... I, I, think, I can't see them losing from here. Look, I think they're 0-6, and, and I think I've tipped them five times. <laughs> um, but uh, it, actually, it could, it could even be six times I've tipped them. So if, if that's the case, I'm going to go through my records. I'm going to tip them again because I am enjoying <laughs> yeah. it more than I should. But somehow Heaney's managed to spread gladular fever to the whole damn team. <laughs> I don't know what he's been doing. Uh, Melbourne are hosting Hawthorne at the MCG. So we get to, we couldn't say um, welcome back to Sam Mitchell, so Jordan Lewis will have to do. Yep. And um, I think you'll probably get the best of it as well. I think Jordan, Jordan Lewis is going to get three votes. Yeah. I can almost guarantee that. Hmm. Who do you reckon they put on him? Uh, Hodge. Because <laughs> fuck it, why not? <coughs> um, yeah, look, I, I I think it's going to be an interesting, a more interesting match than it would be if uh, Melbourne actually had a ruck. But uh, Hawthorne don't either, really. So. Well, McAvoy's been good the last two weeks. He's been yeah. serviceable. Yeah, he's like... It, he was the best on ground, I thought, against West Coast. And last week, Hawthorne had maybe three players that were okay. Yeah. And just okay, but yeah. yeah. And it, we're going up against Watts, who, I mean, he's going to beat in the ruck, but he's got to follow him around the ground. And yeah. Watts hit four goals last week, yeah. so he's definitely going to make sure he's going to drift forward and make him accountable. Yeah. yeah. Um, this could be Pedersen's day out. It, it could very yeah. well be Pedersen's yeah. day Return out. of Pedersen. <laughs> See it happen. Well, return is sort of a, a, a long bow to draw. Yeah. The yeah. emergence, perhaps. Yeah. Um, I just I would like to see what kind of reception Lewis gets because I, I hope it's a good one because at the end of the day he's won four flags yeah 
Um, so uh, they tend to be a forgiving lot. Um, the and I mean, there's plenty of their own uh, team to to, to, to the launch. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. There might be more Hawthorne supporters cheering for Lewis. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Every chance. Uh, Frio are hosting Essendon over in the West. Um, Essendon had a poor showing uh, this week and poor kicking. This yep. isn't the place to go and try and get your kicking sorted. No, no. I feel like uh, I feel like Frio will just have enough um, enough to get across the line here. Big Sandy um, should have a, a, an absolute field day. Yep, yep. Yeah, he, he could very well set a record. I mean, the record was set the uh, year before last? Yeah, something like that. It was set three times in four weeks or something, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. Um, he could get 80 hit outs. Yeah. All right. He's probably yeah. going for a five to fly with the pressure off him now being signed up. <laughs> He's already got his yep. own contract. Yeah. All right, that'll do us for uh, round six and seven. So uh, thanks for we've got a few new listeners we've noticed um, yep. in the last couple of weeks. So thanks for that, the guys that are spreading the word out there as well. So yep. keep keep going and Cheers, hit, hit us <laughs> hit us up on uh, Facebook and SoundCloud and say hello and tell us why you love us. Yep, or, or tell us why we're shit on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> or buy a t-shirt. Goddamn it! <laughs> All right, bye-bye. bye bye. Peace.